Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. We're on episode 53 and we're going to be talking about flexibility, flexibility within your business. Yeah, we we mentioned last week uh, that we were going to do more of a bit bit of a deep dive on this topic because it we wanted to sort of break it out because we had some really good discussions around flexibility. Mm -hmm. We thought, you know what, we need to have a whole separate conversation about this. Yeah. Yeah, just tacking it on to the lessons we learned. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, this year we've had to be pretty flexible in a lot of our, <laughs> in a lot of different things, but we always kept, kept our eye on the prize, if you will. Like we kept yeah. our goals. Our goals were still there. Our big, our big vision was still there, but we certainly had to be flexible about how we got things done. And if you are listening to this podcast, you are in the same boat. 2020 has been a bit of a wild year. And, you know, we've, we've heard a lot of conversation around pivoting in your business, right? And that's, I mean, that, you know, pivoting is a piece of flexibility, but flexibility is so much more than just pivoting in your business, right? Like it's really a mindset. Yes. The mindset, like being willing to be flexible in your business, because flexibility is not just changing how you offer something or what you're offering really it's being able to step away from your business and say hey this is working this is not working what are we going to do to improve this that's being flexible yes and one of the steps that we do uh well it's in our day planner we also do it with our coaching clients is to have have you write down a list of potential barriers that could come up that you could come up against when you're working towards your goals, because things will come up. It's not all going to go as planned. Like it's great to have a plan. It's so good to have a roadmap, but sometimes there's construction and you've got to take a, (laughs) you've got to take a detour. Mm -hmm. So you need to be open and flexible to that. You're not stopping that you're still heading in that direction. And, and we find that when people have been able to make a list of potential barriers when they come up against something that maybe wasn't on their list, but they're already, you're, if you're already anticipating without going totally negative, like everything's going to go wrong. But if you're anticipating that you could come up against a barrier, you're going to be a lot more flexible, even if it's not one of the things you imagined that that would happen. So this year I think has been really good to get us to practice. Okay. Let's reassess. (laughs) Yeah. And, and be a bit flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's because it's like going to the gym when you, when you're stretching, you're doing some stretching to try to stay flexible in your muscles. You can't do it all in one day. Yeah, no, you don't. It's, it's a mindset and it's a practice. Yeah. You know, and I spent years and years doing ballet. I was a ballet dancer for a number of years and it's the same thing, right? I didn't get to get to point and I didn't get to be able to do the splits in a, in a single day. It took mm-hmm. time. Now, don't ask me to do the splits now because I could not do that. <laughs> you could if you practiced. <laughs> I exactly. I, I really could. But really, that's not very high on my priority list at the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and I, I think that's a big piece of the flexibility is really understanding like, okay, what are the priorities? And if we're talking about this, like from a very like business perspective, like mm -hmm. what are the priorities in my business and how, like you said, Lisa, what is the roadmap from getting from here to where I want to be? Right. And then what are the high priority tasks within that? But it's okay. And we're going to give you permission right now. It is okay if your priorities have to shift because of some sort of either internal or external event or force or mindset or whatever it is. It is okay to be flexible in your priorities because things do come up. Things come up in your life. Things come up in your business that force us to reevaluate where we're spending our time. Well, even looking at our schedule, I mean, Jen and I are both moms and we don't talk about that a lot, I guess, but it does really impact how we prioritize and schedule our day for, you know, for work. We'll meet on Zoom calls at like right now, we would meet in the mornings, like get the kids to school and then meet in the mornings. Obviously last spring that changed up. We suddenly had our kids at home. Uh, I have two boys and Jen's got four, <laughs> she's got four kids. So to make sure everyone was still doing their schoolwork, you know, getting up, doing their schoolwork, getting all their stuff handed in, making sure everyone understood their work, those kinds of things that drastically shifted our priorities from, you know, are we going to record a podcast today to let's make sure <laughs> math gets handed in today. Right. So we, we had to be extremely flexible around that huge priority shift, the stuff that would normally have gotten done at school. We had to make sure got done here. You know, we became teachers and parents then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you've had uh, children at home through, through any sort of lockdown or quarantine, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You shift. <laughs> it's, it's a shift. You have to be flexible. You just, yeah, it's not easy, but you yeah. kind of, and it's so funny because I feel like being now faced with these, and I hesitate to call them barriers, but I guess, I guess they are right. Like all of a sudden having everybody at home and needing to, you know, be teacher and mom and chauffeur and, you know, keep, <laughs> keep the laundry going so that my children have clean clothes to wear. Right. I found that 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 shift earlier this year, particularly for me, actually made me a lot more focused inside of our business. Like I was able to get on and I was able to say, okay, I have an hour to work on this right now. I got super good at being really efficient in a lot of the workflows that I do behind the scenes. So mm -hmm. much so that now they're like, they're second nature to me. But before then, it was sort of like wishy-washy. I'd be like, you know, I'll do a little bit here. And then I've got the afternoon, so I'll do a little bit there. But now, I'm, no, I have an hour. And this is, this is where I'm doing it. And this is when I'm doing it. This is how long it's going to take me. But it was because I was, you know, I think I was flexible enough in my methodology in order to recognize that, yes, I needed to make a shift in how I was working. Yeah, I think that's a great example, like, of being flexible because you have a way that, oh, well, I've always done it like this and it seems to work. But sometimes, yeah, if you're crunched for time, how can I, what, what can I cut out? What can I do to make this easier? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That sort of thing. Like Jen invented a hashtag randomizer that <laughs> to save her time on when we have to put our hashtags into Instagram. It completely yeah. saves tons of time. 
So that was just a simple yeah. way to be flexible in your workflow. Yeah. If something yeah. doesn't exist, invent it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, I mean, and I like think coming back to our planner, like that really was the goal of the planner was to really get us focused inside of our business. And if like really 2020 has really taught us that that focus can go really far. And I think we talked about this in episode 52, really focused effort. You can get so much more done in a, in a short focused time than in a longer day where your, your thoughts and your priorities are scattered. So that like the really, right. like, yeah, the planner was, was, that was the culmination of that is really understanding focus and, and what priorities am I working on right now? Yes. I, I love that about it because I have a little bit of squirrel brain and I like to have, <laughs> she <four does>. five, <laughs> I have like four or five things that I'm doing at the same time. And so if I can have my list of like priorities, it'll, it pulls me back when I'm like, Oh, well, I should really like to go into this and what about this. And why don't I wash pillows today? Yeah. It's like, is that, is that what needs to happen yeah. today? No, no. Not until you've done this. You can do that, but not until your priorities are done. I'm, even in our business, we may set out our priorities sort of, we have my, a good sense of what it's going to be during the week, but sometimes, you know, we set those on Monday when we meet and then by Thursday, we're like, okay, well, you know what? I think we need to shift direction a little bit here. <clears throat> and, mm -hmm. like, you know, and I think that really comes back to being able to take a bird's eye view of your business and see, okay, what's working and what isn't right now, what's working for my goals and what's maybe working against it a little bit. And, no. the, and, and that really comes back to what is the outcome that we want? What is the goal here? Right? We don't put out any kind of content or programs or anything without some sort of end goal. What is, what is this going to accomplish? How is this going to serve our audience? How is it going to serve our business? How is it going to serve us? Having that endpoint makes it really easy for us to say, okay, well, this is our endpoint. End and we kind of have veered off track here a little bit. And we, you know, every, every couple of weeks, even I would say we sort of stand back and say, all right, this is working and this is not working. How can we make this either more efficient or how can we make it, uh, how can we make it work for our business? How can we bring it, rein it back in or where do we need to shift? What do we need to change? And I think that comes back to having like, while you've, you pour your heart into your business to be able to look at it from that bird's eye view takes that emotional piece out of it where you're not just making decisions based on, on emotion or how you're feeling like, Oh, well, you know, someone said something negative. Someone said something positive. You're not going to ride that roller coaster of emotions, but you are still putting your heart into it. So you can, you can still be heart-based and take that bird's eye perspective on being a little bit rational as well. Yeah. Which is yeah. helpful in your business, go with your, your gut feelings, but not be led by a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know what, like, emo like being emotionally tied to your business is really important because it means that you show up heart centered, but mm -hmm. also, I mean, it's a balance, right? You need to also be able to step back and use logic inside of your business. Right. And that really comes back to, and this is a, like a point I actually wrote down. I like underlined it twice. Cause I want to make sure that I said it. <laughs> is to really understand your numbers, understand all, I'm going to, uh, here's a, here's a corporate term for you, KPI, key performance indicators or, or metrics, if you will, if that's, if you prefer that terminology, but knowing what your numbers are and knowing what your, the industry standards are, right? So that you're not 
like let's use an email list as an example so that you know what like what is my target open rate what is my target click rate what is the what's normal for my industry and every industry is going to have a very different metric or kpi around those things yep and but knowing what those industry standards are you can sort of measure your your success against those benchmarks and see where you need to make um, adjustments, right? Like is your open rate not quite as high as uh, you would like it to be or is it really a lot lower than the industry benchmark? Okay, well then what can, what can I do to improve my open rate? Right, I, I think it's really important to know those industry, whatever your industry is, you look it up and find out what's, what's normal. Because if you're hoping for a hundred percent open rate, you're going to start feeling like less than like, Oh, what's wrong with my emails? I'm not getting a hundred percent open rate. No one gets a hundred percent open rate. So nope. um, if you get that, like throw yourself a party, but <laughs> to know not to be crushed. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> It's not you, it, that's normal, right? So yeah. um, knowing those numbers and then you kind of have that goal, like, okay, I'd like it to be this percent. And you can go in, there are programs that you can go in and see what yeah. your open rate is, what your click rate is. And yeah. Yeah, and so that also lends itself well to like really having programs and systems in your business that allow you to see those numbers, right? That'll, that make it easy for you to find what those numbers are. Almost every um, like learning management system, email management system, um, customer, you know, CMS, the customer management system, even Instagram, you can get insights on a business account, right? These, those are things that you need to get comfortable learning how to use. And if you are using a system that isn't giving you that data, it might be time to maybe look at a different solution potentially. Doesn't well, and once you, once you know those numbers, uh, like you said, then you know how where you can be flexible, where you're, okay, this is going well, I'm going to stick to this, and where you need to maybe make some shifts, be a yeah. little bit flexible in what's happening. Maybe it's, it could be anything, right? Try yeah. a different subject line, try a different time of day. You know, there's just little shifts you can make, yeah. um, be flexible. But the consistency piece, like you want to stay consistent, on what you're doing, but be flexible within that consistency, yeah. like still show up on Tuesday or what, whichever day you've chosen, but maybe it's a different time of day or maybe it's, you know, little shifts. Yeah. Yeah. And that really comes back to, you need to be okay with experimenting a little bit, right? Like being able to experiment, but not, I'm not talking like wildly changing up your strategy, but making little shifts inside of your strategy. Like you said, Lisa, like what types of subject lines get the best open? What time is my audience online and, and are opening their emails? And being, being comfortable making those adjustments and recognizing that, you know what, I might make a little adjustment and it's going to tank. Now you know what doesn't work. So you yeah. don't have to do that again. It's absolutely just as valuable. That's valuable information. Um, I mean, so John and I are massive science geeks. So we... <laughs> To us, that's part of running an experiment. Yeah, failure and um, you know what doesn't work is equally important when you're running an experiment as having you know your hypothesis proven. It's almost boring if your hypothesis is proven, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's way more fun to solve a, a problem. 
problem. So kind of a, a, approach your business in, in sort of like that scientific method kind of formula where you're like, I'm going to try this and you write it down, like keep track of things. This, this is an important thing to, to keep track of because a year from now, you might get that same idea again. You go back, you say, oh, okay, well, that didn't quite work. So how can I, how can I, how can I tweak it? You, you want to sort of see how things are going over time. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially these days and, and, and things that worked last October, <laughs> yeah, things are different this October a little bit. So as you know, in certain industries, so you might want to, um, you know, see what worked and, and really, really go for that. So yeah, it's all, it's all, it's been quite a year for your <laughs> flexibility. I feel like everyone's yeah. exhausted, but uh, keep that in mind. You know, you're, you may be exhausted, but a lot of other people are feeling that as well. So it's okay to be a little bit, you know, sen sensitive and open to that, that it's, it's not just you. <laughs> yeah. No, it is not just yeah. you. And you know what, like if, <clears throat> You're here listening. You're here with us, listening to us talk. We have been through this as well this year, right? And it's it's easy to say, well, that's them. This is me. But no, mm -hmm. you know what? Every single entrepreneur is in the same boat. They go through the same thing, whether or not they've got a wildly successful business yet or not. Yeah, I think everyone's had to, have had to pivot. That's what you mean, right? Like that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't have bricks and mortar, obviously. That's that's been a huger shift for people, um, but yes, everyone's had to switch up. Whether it's their time, their offers, um, how you're communicating with people, yeah. everything's been lots of flexibility and what you're consuming. So again, when you're doing your research on on your numbers, uh, make sure you're going to good sources. Uh, there's a lot of people out there, very well intentioned, who are telling you like this is what worked for me. These are the schedules that worked for me. This is the time of day that worked for me. But it's really important to check your numbers with your personal audience, with your business, with what you are offering and make sure that that lines up. What works for them and their audience might be slightly different than yours. So it's great to look at that for inspiration, but make sure when you're looking at those numbers. Yeah, and I think it's okay to even you're looking for you. use those as a starting point. That's your control group, right? We're going really mm -hmm. sciencey here. That's your control yes, group. Yes, do and then, it. <laughs> and then it's and if a, it doesn't work, don't give up. Yeah, no, exactly. If, you need to tweak. Yeah. Exactly. Tweak you just probably need some tweaking for your specific audience. Mm -hmm. For your you know, very specific consumer group. As I, I think as the world shifts as well, and the online space is rapidly evolving, there are new things happening every single day in the online space, new uh, options for program delivery or whatever, whatever it is, like product delivery. And as uh, an entrepreneur in this day and age, like we are in like, with this rapidly evolving online space, we need to be flexible and be able to grow with that change in the online space. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Like even, even just like, if you're delivering a product and this is your busy time of year as the holidays are coming with everyone ordering even more things online and not being able to spend maybe the holidays physically giving people gifts you know i'm just guessing that the backlog of delivery is going to be different this year than other years so if you're offering products maybe you know encourage people to be ordering if you need to ship something to them be ordering sooner just like that's like a just a little example of being flexible. If you normally ship this day, maybe 
you know, encourage people to order before that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you really- You never know, because that's with the, out, out of your control, you know, how busy all the delivery systems become, right? So, but yes. you can control uh, what you're suggesting for people, you know, just give them friendly, friendly suggestions and things like that. I don't know. I'm not in the delivery system. I'm just guessing. Yeah. Since I think people that's aren't probably be yeah. eating as many people this year. They're going to be shipping gifts. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably a pretty good educated guess. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made the same educated guess. Yeah. So, and I think just, <clears throat> yeah, like as we're, as the online space is, is evolving, like really being open to those new ideas and being open to new ideas coming to you and being inspired by other people. Mm-hmm. But here's one caveat that I think that we really need to make clear is do not shift too often inside of your business, right? Like, and sometimes a major event might cause you to need to immediately shift. But if you're giving something only a week or two of an opportunity to gain traction, then you haven't given it a fair shot. You, you do need to give strategies and tactics a fair shot when you're implementing them in your business. That's right. Yeah. Good point. Like it, it takes a while to get things, you know, something in motion tends to stay in motion. Something at rest wants to stay at rest. And when you want to get that momentum going, you could have just pushed it right to the edge of the hill. And then you're like, ah, and walk away from it. Like give it, you're right. Give it that time to gain traction, to gain that momentum so it can get rolling. Give, give it a chance. Give your ideas a fair chance. Yep. And this, mm-hmm. it, that again, comes back to understand what the industry is like that you're in, right? Understand what those like conversion rates and, and sales numbers really look like in the, in the real world from other businesses. And that gives you a sense of, you know what? Yes, I'm on track. I'm gaining momentum or, Ooh, no, this is like, I'm way off track here right? Like I'm pushing, my, I'm pushing my boulder down the hill instead of up. it. <laughs> yeah. We don't want that. Yeah. So there we go. I think that gives you some ideas about being flexible. So it's October, we're heading into um, close to the last 90 days of the year. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, I think I there'll be less, less than 90 <laughs> days when this comes out, but uh, yeah. that's okay. It's all right. You just keep Keep you going. Can, you can do still a lot in 90 days. So don't, don't, uh, don't underestimate the power of uh, a full business quarter for sure. Now, if I know we've mentioned it a, a couple of times in this episode, if you are interested in having a look at our planner and grabbing your copy, we will leave a link to that in the show notes. The printed copies are going fairly quickly. So if you want it shipped immediately, now's the time to order. We, we may do another print run, but if you wait for too long, it might be delayed in shipping to you. So if you want it right away, go grab that. And as a fantastic bonus, we're going to actually gift you the 2020 planner in digital format that you can print out and get started using the system right away. Get it today. Get it today. Yes. All right. Yep. Okay. Okay, Everyone have a great day. Yep. We will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.